Lime, duh. All right, I am here on the Comedians of Wrestling podcast with an amazing guest, an incredible actor, a professional wrestler, former WCW champion, Mr. David Arquette. What's up, man? <laughs> What's happening? How are you? <laughs> I have to, you know, as a big mark, I have to give you, I have to give you the championship nod right up top. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Listen, I've always still said it. Like when I first did my match back, uh, they were asking me, "Do you want to?" Uh, be, you know what want us to say you know former wcw champion and i said well i was and the whole place went ah! <laughs> they yeah. all laughed it's like yeah well it, it uh it's it's funny because you know you know i which we'll get into but like i know it's a conflicted thing for you winning that title um and it's and it's controversial and it caused some pain for you but like for me you know and i was a, you know i was probably a 15 year old kid watching when you won being like what like what were they thinking with this? But now when I see you with that title, whenever I see a picture of you holding it, I'm like, it feels right. It happened. You know what I mean? It happened, and we need to all embrace it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what the movie that you cannot kill David Arquette movie successfully uh, 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 gets across. But before we talk about that, because I got a bunch yeah. of wrestling shit to ask you about, because if I don't do it, my Mark audience will be pissed off at me. <laughs> okay. But so. also, I watched Spree last night, um, which is now available in theaters, digital, and on demand. You can check that out. Um, I watched Spree last night, which was actually awesome because me and my wife, during the whole quarantine, we've just been watching horror movies basically almost every night. Um, oh, cool. And this like fit right perfectly into our uh, 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 plan. Plus, I'm friends with uh, Sashir, uh, and so it was great uh, to see her in yeah. this movie. She's awesome. Yeah, the movie was awesome. It was a real dark, uh, twisted view of what, the lengths people will go to get social media likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So my question for you is this, because I, I feel like I relate to you in this, is like when you get a role, because you, you play the uh, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Keery's dad in it, and you're kind of like a little bit of like a, I don't know, not to insult you, but a little bit of an asshole dad, right? Yeah, totally. Completely. <laughs> do you like how does it feel when you get asked to do parts like that and that's coming from a guy who the last audition i was asked to do was uh jersey shore scumbag was the role yeah that I, I, I know got. right oh it's the worst Cause especially because everyone knows you as such like a nice uh guy you, you know yeah feel? we did this one weird thing where we went out and we had like an improv uh night where we went out and Joe was f filming a lot and Eugene, the director was there. We we're sort of developing our characters. It was like a, you know, a bonding exercise, but it's also like behind the scenes kind of stuff we were shooting. So we were in character. Right. So I have kids and he'd say something and I'd think like, you know, how I would react as a father, but then I'd like instantaneously have to twist it. Like right. how would a bad father react? So I'd be, like give him really bad advice or like be really critical or like cut him off or like, you know, just yeah. have to make those decisions. 
Like the, you're the kind of dad who would text his son like instead of C O M E C U M. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's totally. It's, yeah. it's, it's got to be a weird energy to tap into, you know. It really is. It's totally inappropriate stuff and like, you know, not acting his age and like, you know, oh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. Well, cringy. I think people should check out that movie. Uh, especially if you're a fan of horror, because I think it was kind of a unique take uh, on exploring what a lot of horror movies are doing now, which is exploring our new tech, the new technology we have, and like how that could be horrifying. Like I just watched totally. an Airbnb horror film. Then there's the Zoom one host. So you're like, I think like this is like a Uber ho- horror film, which I think is really yeah. cool. No Mixed kidding. In, yeah, but totally. also, so you also put out you cannot kill David Arquette, which I thought was. Uh, as a wrestling fan, you know, lifelong wrestling fan, I thought was amazing. I really loved it. Um, oh, awesome, man. I didn't just love it because it was, like, about – I kind of expected a movie about you training to wrestle and just having a match. But I thought as a full – as a film trying to capture what's great about wrestling, which is always extremely difficult, um, I thought the moments you had that really rounded it out, like your moments you had where you show – your friend Luke Perry taking you to the hospital, and then you wrestling Jungle Boy and you guys hugging it out in the middle of the ring, who's, if for people who don't know, that's Luke's son. That, I feel like, is the respect of pro wrestling that's actually kind of hard to capture on film. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. certain things in this movie just, uh, yeah, we're... Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of tragedy. <laughs> there's a lot of, like... Uh, intensity it was yeah. a journey i mean i don't i don't know really how how much to talk about it. it's always really weird to like talk about it but um well I mean, yeah i didn't know either. what i just we wanted to tell you that what, how that moved yeah. me you know what i mean oh thank you yeah thank you yeah uh, it was a it was a lot emotionally <laughs> like, right just as far as it went and then just to like tap into the wrestling world I mean, it's so complex. There are so many layers to it that I'm still like, after all this, still like, just feel like it just scratched the surface. Right, absolutely. Because the movie ends with you. I mean, not a spoiler. It's just it's but the movie ends with you being like, "I'll never be a good pro wrestler," even <laughs> yeah. after the full journey of that. Like, just to have that kind of respect for the art of pro wrestling. You know, and I always call it art because I think it is. But here's my yeah. another question for you: I think that you're one of the most like I, I think about you as one of the most mainstream guys who actually taps into the pro wrestling world. Like, meaning, I've heard you get interviewed on Howard Stern, and and we know like a guy like Howard, he literally, he like when he thinks of pro wrestling, he equates the Whack Packers, right? Like they love they they love pro wrestling, and there's like this disrespect in the mainstream for it. So my my question to you is like, is it difficult when you get interviewed by people who don't really get it? Like, does that get frustrating to talk about wrestling to people who don't get it? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's because people like that's what always pisses me off. Like people like write it off so like, oh, it was I watched it as a kid, or that's for kids, or that's right. not real, or whatever they say. It's like so flippant, like. It uh, totally reminds me of Hollywood and, like, kind of pisses me off. Like, for right. one, Hollywood doesn't respect wrestling to the degree I think they should. I mean, the fact that The Rock is the biggest star in Hollywood should just show you that, you know, they're talented people that 
do this. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And the fact that Ric Flair and Stone Cold Steve Austin don't have a talk show. I mean, don't have like a cop show on CBS or something. It's crazy. The, the fact that TNT is not like putting them in some murder thing where they can like be detectives. <laughs> to, yeah. Not together. Not together, but as characters, as actors. Like, right. It's just they're so quick to not give wrestling the credit it deserves. And someone like Howard saying that about the, it's like, it's almost like looked down upon. And that always pissed me off. So that when I became the champ and then people started like, kind of like treating me like I was like worthless. Then I just like, I don't get any of this because I love wrestling. So, and then I understand about the belt and all that. Right. But it also kind of crossed like lines a lot of the time. Right. Well, Sorry, no, it's, it, listen, it's, it's, it is what it is, man. This is what 2020 yeah. is. Yeah. No <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. But like, I, I agree with you completely. It's funny when you see John Cena 10, 12 years into being the top wrestler, all of a sudden it's like, John Apatow discovered John Cena. And you're like, what? Know, what you're like, what are you talking about? Like, this guy, if you can, and I always say this, like, the amount of crowns you have to wear to be the top professional wrestler, if yeah. you can do that, like The Rock, you could be at top of your game there, then you could take over anything. You could be the president. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. You have to be your own travel agent manager uh you know negotiator uh you know run your own insurance drive your own car like set up your own booking like these people just don't understand and then you have to think on your toes you have to be incredibly good at improv you have to know the subtleties of all these things the things that made you know piper so great were his like intensity and his facial expressions and like like this little subtlety in a a medium that's often seen as so over the top, but it's when you can find those little things is when that becomes great. You know what I mean? I, and people just don't get that. And that's like so quick to like blow it up. But it's so much harder than people think to cut a promo in general. And then it's like, it's like somebody saying like, in the movie, they say, like, I was going to typecast as a goofball after Scream. It's not really about all that. It's more like people just put you in a box and then say, like, oh, oh he does this. It's like even after I did one episode of Friends, right. I was talking to one of the executive producers, and they were talking, and I was mentioned, like, well, maybe I could come back again. And it's like, well, you know, the other executive producer said, like, once they saw you, were like, Oh, we know what that is, or something like that. It was such like a rude, weird like comment. Right. But it's how all these like a lot of people in Hollywood think. They're very narrow-minded. They're very shallow. Like, and it's just I don't know. It's aspects right. of human nature, I guess, that aren't my favorite. <laughs> right. No, and and also of 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 Hollywood, it all kind of goes back to that same disrespect. But I think that's really interesting thing about the movie because I expected when I turned on the movie, I was going to watch you be like, I won this title. I feel like I shouldn't have won it. It caused me pain. And then I'm going to go try to write that wrong. But I also felt like the vulnerability in the movie, which I majorly applaud, um, of saying that it's also tied to how you feel about your relationship with Hollywood. You know, I found it really interesting that 
you still chose to go back to the wrestling to heal that wound, if that makes sense. That like you were like, I'm gonna still go back to the wrestling, even though what's upsetting me is how Hollywood sees me. And you you kind of came back full circle to be like, this is what I want to do. You you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. It was say, like, did you? Yeah, yeah. What, what, what? Do you want to? No, I was just saying. Did you feel like? You, <laughs> did you feel like what you got what you were looking for by returning to wrestling like that? Like, did you feel some kind of? Uh, uh, did you? Did you? Did did that heal the wound at all? A little bit with 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 you know that Hollywood wound. Sort of, sort of, yeah. it did. I mean, I, you know what, what I learned throughout this whole process is that it was really like myself just beating myself up for years. Right. You know, not even wrestling, not even Hollywood. It's just myself, like being hard on myself or not having the self confidence right. or like, you know. Just the voice in your head, like, ah, oh, you fucked up again, or whatever it is, right. you're stupid, or whatever you're telling yourself. So I really had to, like, come to terms with that voice in my head. And then also just prove myself, like, stand up for myself. And, like, uh, and it's, you know, I don't know, Hollywood, wrestling, they're all, it's all this weird world. And I guess it's all just wrapped up in the world in general and how you've, navigate it yeah i just knew that i had to like i just knew that it, there was something there that was unresolved and i right. had to address it and even like back in the wcw days i always wanted to prove myself i was like i'm tougher than you guys are like making me out to be i can right. be more athletic than you're allowing me to be like i'm a, i can act a d different role if you need me to you know do that but there were all these there's all this stuff in wrestling <laughs> that, it's like a machine you know? you know you get in there yeah. and then like whatever at the time it's like bischoff and russo and they're kind of like hey we want to play you as like the meek hollywood guy who comes in here and accidentally wins and you're like right. i want to come and look strong you know what i mean which i relate to i mean i'm still i i i deadlift 300 pounds this morning i still think i gotta have some kind of sh i'm not even a wrestler i'm a comedian right, but i'm right. like i got you know what i mean if you put me in a ring i'm like i want to do what shane did i want to jump from the titan tron you know yeah yeah totally <laughs> absolutely yeah i mean yeah, I learned that you could also be crazy. So that's that's one thing I could out crazy a lot of them. Uh, but it is funny because it like I, I, in a way I feel like uh, I'm happy to talk to you because I, I feel like this weird kinship with you, even though you don't know me. So that's a weird thing to say. But, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> but like because like I'm a comedian actor, right? But I love pro wrestling. So you know, I started this podcast, and it's unbelievable how like. I got a lot of fans from starting the, from actually embracing the wrestling, and then I put out one of I put out a a, a, a stand up joke about my love for prof professional wrestling that went very viral. And you're like, wow, just by kind of like being honest and true to who I am, something that I avoided for years, it actually took me to the where I wanted to go. So that's like where I feel like in this movie you were kind of trying to go. That I was like, man. I gotta talk to this guy. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, totally. And there's I'm no like, question what? there, but I'm just like, yo, <laughs> no, no. just listen to me, man. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. totally. I right? love it. Oh, um, yeah. I've, I had a similar experience with it all. You know what I mean? In like, right. In, I think there's something magical about if you combine stuff you love. That's what I'm learning more of. If you like, I love making films. I love wrestling. I love performing and entertaining for people right. 
when you can combine different things, I don't know. There's always the secret sauce. Like I have this movie coming out, the Jackie Ryan story, and the director, Danny A., loves basketball. He's just always loved basketball. Right. You know, he loves basketball more than films. You know what I mean? Right. But he loves films too. But he loves basketball. So then he made this movie that combined those two things. And there's something when you combine the things you love together that is this special sauce that is I agree. I don't think you can really control it. Like I think it's kind of like as as like an artist, there's a part of you that wants to go a certain way, and you could push against it. Uh, you know, and sometimes your agents, managers will tell you to go a different way that feels honest and true. And I, I, it sounds a little hippy dippy, but I don't think you can control it. Like I think you were like bound. You were gonna be back in wrestling, whether you knew it or not. You know, yeah, we're totally. proud to it. But you, so, he, he, all right. So, as a now, uh, uh, as like just a more of a marquee question, the death match. Okay, so it, you know, I have my ear to the streets when it comes to wrestling, and I think the first time I heard David Arquette is doing something was that death match, uh, which I'm so glad right. is completely documented in the film. And I'd seen you at bar wrestling and stuff, but like. Uh, 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 in, in, in this match, I'm curious, did you know fully what a death match is? And for people who didn't see it, like, you basically almost died. Um, you, you know, you got hit with, a, well, I believe, a fluorescent light bulb, right? And then it yeah. kind of hit, it, 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 it nicked you. And I'm glad you're, you're okay. Did you know that a death match would be that dangerous? Did you want to prove yourself there? Was that too far? I did want to prove myself. I knew it was going to be dangerous, but... There's a lot of stuff that happened that were like a little hard to talk about, you know, didn't, didn't kind of go right. But, um, and there's also things (laughs) wrestling so weird. Like, you know, they'll say, uh, how's it to, how's it to take the pile drivers? Like, Oh, that sucks. But they don't tell you that sucks means it's really painful. (laughs) It's going to really hurt for months. You know what I mean? They're like, uh, so I don't know. There's all these little things that I don't really know the language. It's always really hard to follow. Right. So I don't know. And I dive into stuff. So I jump into stuff full, all like gung ho, like I'll do that. Like you have to learn that there's a thing in wrestling where it's like, okay, you know, there's a really good phrase. What else you got? Like when you don't <laughs> right. want to do something, it's a way of saying like, no, I don't I'm do not going to do that. Yeah. Right. You know, you don't want to say, I don't want to do that because that makes you look weak or something. There's all these like ego, uh, tough guy games going on in wrestling that I just don't understand. Right. Well, because you're not actually, you know, you're, you're, you're not <laughs> yeah. your pedigree, right? So like you come into the culture and wrestling has so much respect and culture around it. Like I, I trained I for a little bit just for, I was doing a Funny or Die comedy series where it was like a comedian oh, cool. training to be a wrestler. Yeah. And like I was in uh, Santino Brothers, but I think you were training yeah, a little yeah. bit, right? And, like, yeah. I remember you came in, like, I walked on the mat with my shoes on, you know, like, and I didn't wipe my feet, and I didn't walk around and shake everybody's hand. Like, the culture is extremely overwhelming if you're it's, – it's so specific. And so I think, yeah. like, I can imagine you going into something like this match, and you don't know how to be like, I don't want to do that because you're like, is that disrespectful or this or that, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Completely. That, that still, <laughs> I guess I'm speaking still for you. I feel but. like – I still feel like I've just scratched the surface. Like I'm still learning so much about it. Right. But dude, to be then eventually like, you know, to be listed on the PWI ranking, that's pretty awesome, man. Like that, that, that was you know, amazing. I mean, a lot that's something not other 
people you're going to talk to about these movies are going to understand. But for me, like to know you came in and you fully embraced it through the scream, you threw the scream mask on the, on the gear and you did, you got it. And, and, and I feel like people respect you as a professional wrestler. That's an amazing achievement, you know? Yeah, totally. That was a really amazing achievement. And like working with people like RJ city and, just kind of Ethan Page, like people who helped show me the ropes. Jungle Boy, I mean, yeah. those guys would come over a lot and wrestle in the backyard. <laughs> you said that right. Royce Isaacs and all these guys, and I'd be like, I'd just be able to like, I don't know. That's kind of what I love about wrestling, anyway. That that part of it. So Absolutely. I don't know. I learned a lot, and it, I'm like honored to have just been able to do it, and then to, to yeah the the pro wrestling illustrated thing was like blew my mind. That's awesome. I think like, you know, it's, it's I, I just want to tell you, I don't, the death match thing. Don't do any more of those. <laughs> I don't think. No, <laughs> see, I didn't know how frowned upon it was by certain, you know, branches of wrestling right. where they're just like, Oh, that's garbage wrestling or whatever. I, I still kind of don't understand. Like, Right. Okay, but you could cut yourself or whatever. I don't, there's certain things that are just like, okay, why is that different than hiding a razor blade? Like, no, I just don't understand. I mean, I know, like, I get you can cut now. yourself here, but not there. You're like, what? Like, I don't I know. It's I know. like all it's dangerous. So, I know, but it's like, I get it now. And it's it's part of the honor thing and the, you know, yeah. and the the business. So totally, and I think that, uh, like, I just want to say from my perspective, the you know that kind of stuff. Like, what, what something that caught my attention that you did that somebody sent me was your promo at Bar Wrestling. I think before you wrestled Jungle Boy, I believe, and that promo someone sent me, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. When you were like, yo, people say I'm wrestling because I don't have any money. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, like, I got friends' money, bitch. And he's like, I got friends' money, bitch. I was like, that is so. That is that is pro wrestling, man. Like that. That's <laughs> funny. That was just like in the moment, and uh, and I don't, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's so that's so. especially. I mean, I I have little friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they got the day rate. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I got like my friends' friends. My <laughs> no, that that's that's awesome. But then, like the thing, you're like, I'm crazy at the pop rocks. And you're like, I'm gonna drink pop rocks. Oh yeah, pop rocks. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there'll always be a place. Like, even if you know, it starts getting to this place where, look, right, as of right now, if you don't know this. People listening, David Arquette, I've seen you do clips, Hurricane Ranas, Canadian Destroyers, like real <laughs> shit at like 46 years old. I think you said that was your age in the, when you were doing the doc. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, that, that stuff's crazy, man. Like, uh, oh, so, yeah. oh yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, 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 but yeah, but even if you can't do that stuff eventually, there's always going to be a place for that. Kind of, your kind of charisma, man. Like, you know, wrestling needs... Stick men. We don't need you to get cut with fluorescent bulbs. <laughs> I know. I was like, I want to. I want to try out for uh, Jimmy Hart in the in the in the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby. I'm ready. I mean, I would just like like to, uh, be hilarious for something. Oh like yeah. That. Although that guy's probably like at that point he'd probably be in his twenties or thirties or, or I don't know. Right. <laughs> but it's well, like even something like that, like. I don't know, but the Hollywood's so weird and, and, and wrestling's so strange. But I would love to 
maybe be a manager or tag team with RJ still, but I'm not sure I'm going to be doing too much wrestling anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, that was what I was going to ask you. Where, where is the future? I mean, it felt like it was nightly. Uh, uh, I, I felt like that moment in the movie. It was the movie was so well done. I, like when your wife is dressed like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just like that. I was like, man, this is this is what I would do. This is the shit I do. I mean, I, I do wrestling awesome. comedy shows that make my wife come. Uh, yeah, uh, that's awesome. I, uh, 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 I think uh, you know, I just like I. I think I, I guess what I want to say is that I know like. Because, you know, you're in, in, in Hollywood in that way. I think it can feel like this stuff is shunned, like it's looked down upon because of that stuff. But there are people appreciating what's going on. And the wrestling, like you say, the wrestling world really, you know, it's like you're saying it's disrespected. Like Ric Flair, every rapper wants to be Ric Flair, right? The, Rock, he, the Rock's got the top selling every product you could say. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's a, a, a true wrestling pedigree. So I just think it's something to not be ashamed of, even though I even have moments of that too where I'm like, is this wrestling stuff hurting me? Are my friends not casting me because of this stuff too? You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. you got to be true, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, yeah that, that, that's great. Well, I mean, uh, also, by the way, small thing. I love the uh, 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 I love the use of uh, throwing a Limp Biscuit song in there. The most attitude ever thing that I noticed. Um, okay, so uh, the one one thing I, I had a, one more question about the documentary, and then I'll let you go. But uh, everybody, make sure you check out both movies. Check out Spree, uh, awesome horror movie. I know we marked out about wrestling a bunch here too, but uh, Spree is awesome. So she is my buddy. She's in the movie. Joe Curie is awesome in the movie. He's really he's really yeah, great from he Stranger Things. Kills he's it. Great in the movie. Um, and that, that's that in theaters if your theaters are open or digital on demand. Um, and also you can see you cannot kill David Arquette, which is available. I got it on uh, 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 Prime. My question was: You were going for a gimmick for a while, of like a magic guy. This is my last question. The magic man. The magic man. <laughs> but eventually you came back to being like, oh, I'm just kind of being myself, like literally putting the scream mask on your tights. Like, was that a revelation you had that, like, I should be more true to myself? I should be more – I should be me, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was like a – I wanted, like, something toward the end, like, to represent sort of – I don't know, a lot of fans that I'd meet signing – like after doing merch table they'd be like ready to rumble fans or or eight-legged freak fans or yeah. scream fans so i wanted to get tights you know that represented all all as some of the things like that right like a little legacy tights in a way of <laughs> right. my acting career so that like if there was a a scream fan we could take a picture and you could see the mask there you know what i mean or right. whatever like just sort of combine them yeah and um yeah so it was a matter of like being comfortable with myself but i did want to try a bunch of gimmicks out i did the candy man where i throw out candy <laughs> yeah, come out that. to the song candy man that's awesome i was always trying to find something that worked it was great well uh everybody i i can't recommend this movie enough especially if you're a wrestling fan it's really awesome it's an honest uh vulnerable like look into 
David's life and his journey back to pro- professional wrestling and not just writing this wrong of, of uh, pinning Bischoff for the, uh, uh, the WCW title, uh, but uh, also, you know, kind of just accepting the fact that wrestling is important to you and being honest to yourself regardless of if Hollywood looks down on it, even though... There's so much money in it. I don't know what they're talking. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check out Spree, everybody. David, uh, uh, awesome man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Great. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. See you, dude. See you later. Bro. Peace. <laughs> Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Wednesday when I go to work. <laughs> This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.